Hello everyone, this is Tribecast episode 12 and my name is Marina. In my opinion, spring is the perfect time to try on something new. Register as a volunteer to stream festival, buy a ticket to Arctic 15 or just casually drop by to P47 for an after work. Choose whatever you like and whatever will bring to you new ideas and new people. And from my side, I have prepared for you two new interviews this week. First, Juho Makinen will open up about Tampere ES, and then Tulka Tuovinen will share with us what Fabric AI expects from Arctic 15 pitching competition and how should you network to become a successful startup. You're listening to Tribecast episode 12. Let's get started. first guest of this week is Juho. Hello, Juho, and please tell our listeners a few things about yourself. Hello, hello. My name is Juho Mäkinen. I'm a business student from Tampere University. I study uh, it, uh, for third year. Uh, more specific, I study accounting and management, business development, Some also some uh, uh, computer science, but yes, that's my background of my school. Also, I'm the current president of Tumblr ES and a board member of Tribe Tumblr as uh, ES representative. Okay, let's talk about Tumblr ES then. Um, so, what exactly is Tumblr ES? What do you guys do? Okay, what is Tumblr ES? I think in a one one sentence, it's a, a student-led open community where diverse people can meet other people and make their personal network in real life. So, basically, we are trying to get the students at Tumblr region see the entrepreneurship as a one option after the graduating or uh, when still studying. So we are introdu- introducing the startup scene of Tambre to the students. Also, we call ourselves um, the gateway to tribe Tambre for students. You said you're an open community. How open are you? What are the requirements for joining? Mm. Mainly we are doing uh, uh, events for students and we are very, we have focus on students because we are student-led for students uh, association. But actually in our events we have very different people over there. We have uh, uh, people who work at the startup ecosystem. We have uh, people who are interested about that. We have the founders over there. So we are basically very open to everyone. So that's that's the point. But we have focus on students and introducing that, that thing, the ecosystem to the, the students. Okay. And since you mentioned the events, any events you would like to promote while we still have some free ads on Tribecast? <laughs> yeah, actually, um, I can promote our um, easy entry level. So uh, how we call those events, the uh, afterworks. We have almost on every Thursday the afterwork, 5 p.m. And also we have this new concept, uh, by Juho Rissanen, the brainstorm corner, where actually there are ideas created and th- then the ideas are 
uh, how to say that the ideas are created and then we will push them to the pro as a project. So uh, we create ideas there and we create projects. So that's that's the brainstorm corner thing. And also at the fall time we have more bigger events. We are planning a hackathon right now and it will be on fall. And maybe one bigger event we have decided the specific uh, specs on that but we are working on it so it's going to be super cool fall so now at the springtime we have these easy easy entry events like uh, the afterworks and things like that all right um by the way do you plan to take part in stream festival in october yeah sure we are planning to take take some some role over there of course by volunteering or something bigger you know tribes culture do as do so so if if there is a some something to do we are actually very happy to be to be in that project so yes sure Um, and since you mentioned tribe Tamper a couple of times, how would you generally describe uh, the cooperation between Tamper ES and other players in the Tamper startup ecosystem? Who do you cooperate with? Any joint projects? You know, mm, we are trying to cooperate with uh, mm, with many of them, but the most deepest uh, collaboration we do have with the Y Campus and the JCI United, but uh, most most of the collaboration happens with the Y Campus because they are actually doing things at the with the same people, the students. So that's the most easiest easiest way to do some collaboration. But we are we are do, planning to do and we are doing collaboration with the others also. What's actually the difference between you and Y Campus? Uh, this is this is the classic one. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah we are maybe more independent, I think, from the uh, university. So Y Campus is working inside the university. That's 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 there, and we are pretty much in the not outside. Because our members are inside, but we are not working in the university, so that's we are working working with with the people from the university and our board and other people is from university. So that's that's the most specific, and we don't have uh, this uh, wide. Uh, uh, we don't uh, promote those. Courses, courses on the university so much, and we don't do the collaboration with the stuff from the university so much. But yeah. All right, Yuha, how would you generally describe or estimate the current situation of Tampere startup ecosystem? Mm, it's it's pretty good, I think. Uh, We are having a lot, lot of uh, startups here, actually, and we do have the access to capital. Also, uh, we have uh, investors here, but uh, maybe it could be uh, 
even better on that side, I think. More, more startups, more, more investors, more bigger startup events and things like that. We are a big city in Finland scale, so maybe there is a lot of potential that in that case. Also, we could make a more collaboration with the universities. We are not, not doing so, uh, that much that the other cities are doing right now, but that's that's one. So it's it's getting very much better, but I think uh, that there is also so much to do. So yes, it's it's good situation. Yes. Okay, and w- I know that pretty much every bigish university in Tampere has uh, in Finland has their own ES. Uh, do you collaborate with the guys outside? Yeah, sure. We have uh, met the other ESCs about uh, three times this year, so we do gol- collaborate. Uh, very much actually and now we are working for a more unite brand the ES Finland so it could be the not the, not not maybe a umbrella organization but something like that and we are doing a lot of lot of collaboration with the other ESCs promoting other ev- uh, other ESCs events and doing things like that and getting information from others connections in your opinion what's the biggest difference between you kind of talked about it but let's let's go there back again what's the biggest difference between uh Tampere ES and Tampere startup ecosystem from say Helsinki or Turku or I don't know Yvaskula okay The biggest difference, okay. Yeah, differences maybe. You know, yeah. what's cool in Tampere? I think this the, the thing at the Tampere is the is this tribe that is actually uniting these associations together and trying to get more collaboration um, between these different organizations and associations. There is not this this kind of thing on at Helsinki or Turku or Jyväskylä. So this is this is the one of the coolest thing uh, actually at the Tampere ecosystem because we are doing doing a very deep collaboration under uh, actually one roof in here so it's it's pretty good. Pretty cool. Um right and what kind of help or use can get a student from ES? Can you be a bit more practical and describing? Okay, what kind of help? Okay, uh, first of all, we can introduce the, the startup ecosystem to the students. We can actually, if, if someone have a project or ideas or something like that, we can, you know, tell them the right people to talk with. That, that is the one thing. And also we can just, Talk about the what, what, how to be a student entrepreneur. We can have a conversations about that. And but first of all, I think the the main part is that that the student actually get inside this ecosystem and can find her or his own path at uh, here. So that is the. 
most biggest thing I think what I've heard of of members from members that is how many members do you have nowadays by the way yeah, we are uh, having uh, that's that's actually one that is actually very hard question because we haven't done a really good tracking of our members so and we are this year doing it better trying to do it better so but i think the we what is the reality we have uh, from 10 to 50 student members and we are targeting to more than 100 at the december so yes that's okay. Do you think it's actually easy in Finland to, you know, simultaneously study and have your own business? Or is it better to wait until you graduate and then start your own business? I think uh, in Finland it's a pretty good situation on this because actually we have uh, the government pays you really well for your studies. So you actually can do your own projects and own things and you you can do it without doing work because your finance is 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 good by the government pay pace so it's 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 easy to make your own projects uh, but then there is a few things i think that could be better on this so how the government actually encourages people to this to be entrepreneur while studying there is there is actually i think we have problems on that so so that's that's one question you know we are uh people and the government is uh, telling about that we are the number one in in innovation and number one in entrepreneurship or things like that but actually they are not in my opinion actually encouraging people to that so yes what could be done to encourage people mm, i think there is a few things i think if you actually have approaches and uh, so then the money paid for the your studies uh okay let's let's go like have this like if you have a project while studying and you don't get your credits for for from your studies because you are doing your projects actually the government can or the Kela can say that okay you haven't got so many credits we can't pay you that's the and and you are still doing your project so you know the money doesn't flow if you don't doesn't do the studies that much mm-hmm. so there is a you need to find the balance between your studies and how much you do how much do you you do your projects and if you do your projects too much and and not your studies the government doesn't pay you the the money for your studies so that's kind of a problem when people think that okay should i do this project and take the risk 
or should I just study? So there should be some kind of encouragement on, at, at this point that if you have a project that while you're studying, actually you could prove that somehow to the Kela people and still have this this money for your studies and maybe this this could be by the could be the thing for the university that you could actually get the credits for your from your projects and when you get the credits from your projects you can get the money from Kela for your studies. Okay, thank you very much, Juho. That was Juho Mackinen with his ideas about what can be done better in startup ecosystem of Finland, I guess. And let's continue collaboration. And on behalf of uh, Tribecast, thank you, Juho, for organizing after work in Tribe. Now I know whose beer I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you for the interview. Thank you very much. Yes. We have one more guest this week, and before I start doing the regular questioning part, I would like to say that we are starting a small sub-series, so to put it, uh, where I will try to interview all the five startups of Tampere who had made it to the Arctic 15 this year, and of course we will cheer for them separately somewhere behind the microphone. But anyways, today we are having Tuka. Hi Tuka, and tell Hello. our listeners a few things about yourself so we could keep intrigue a bit longer. Well, thank you. It's, thank you for inviting me and thank you for having me here. A few things, I studied entrepreneurship and team leadership at Pro Academia at Tampere University of Applied Sciences. I've been entrepreneur since 2013 pretty much, so I've you I've gone. I've gone. So I've gone some ways already, considering my short age so far. But it's going to be interesting to see where I, we end up with this stuff. As I have mentioned before, your startup has made it to you Arctic 15's list. Mm-hmm. We can call it. You're one of the potential winners of <laughs> cool, Arctic 15 cool. of yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, is it your first time in Arctic 15? Personally, yes. Yeah, we have two other guys from my team have been to the Arctic 15 last year, but this is the first time for me personally. Okay, tell a few things about your startup. You know, what do you guys do? How many people you have in your team? Mm-hmm. So the startup is called Fabric AI. So what we do is we automate accounting with artificial intelligence. Basically, we are a four-people team at the moment, and we're raising, looking to raise two hundred fifty thousand euros to speed up the the development process and to to conquer the market, so to say. According to Arctic 15's webpage, uh, which I checked earlier today, I will quote. The startup is automating accounting process with the help of artificial intelligence. Basically, two questions. Uh, Well, first of all, how does it work? And secondly, does it mean that soon artificial intelligence will push human accounting out of the market? Okay. Uh, To answer the first question, it's a multifaceted question, so to say. So the problem we're tackling at first is the issue of purchase invoices and how to automate that process because we have a little bit over 11,000 accountants in Finland and over 57% of those accountants still do the accounting work fully manually which is kind of insane by thinking about the fact that Finland is one of the world's most advanced accounting industries and we have over half of the people doing the work wholly manually. One of the most time-consuming parts in accountants work is purchase invoices and that's something that is easily easily made automated with the use of artificial intelligence. So that's the first issue what we're tackling now. Mm-hmm. 
And what this basically means is that we take data from a accounting software, we digest it with the use of artificial intelligence and then push it back into it. So we save a bunch of time and resources from the accountant's work. But there will be still place for human in this market. Yes, definitely, definitely, yeah. So that's the second question. And to that, the answer is that the artificial doesn't work alone. And it's actually this term called intelligence augmentation, which is really good, which means that there still has to be a person to check what the artificial intelligence has done. And that's also with our platform that we have a software as a service platform which does this work and then the accountant oversees what the artificial intelligence has done and then accepts it. So besides doing the manual work of putting in the numbers and the right account numbers and all that stuff, the artificial intelligence does that and all the all everything the accounting has to do is just skim through the accounts which have been already made automatically and pressed correct or if there's something that needs to be changed they can do it in the platform. As far as I understood, you're not in the startup from the very, very beginning, mm-hmm. but probably you know how the idea began and how it all started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this idea came pretty much from two of our friends' previous companies, so to say, when they've been working working with this artificial intelligence for a little bit over two years now. And there was this from one customer actually raised this question and this problem that if they could use their previous version of the artificial intelligence to solve this problem. And that's when they started to think around with the idea. And then that's where it really kicked off from because it is a, it is a huge pain in the market at the moment. Since you said at the moment, I cannot drop this question. What do you generally think of the startup ecosystem of Tamper in the moment? This is my personal idea. I think there's a lot of buzz and hype going around with the startup ecosystem in Finland. And it's to me, it worries me if people are putting that much focus into the actual business and focusing real-life problems than what they're putting effort to all the social gatherings and all that stuff. So there's a lot of buzz happening, but it's really hard. At least this is something that I, I personally struggle with, is to focus my time and what I have resources and energy for. Because we all have 24 hours in a day, and we have to use it somehow. And to me, it seems that There's a lot of different events and a lot of different offerings, and it's really crucial for people who are in startups and doing the startup work to have as much focus on their business as possible and on their on their customers and creating a viable product that actually can sustain itself. What is your exactly position or task in the startup, if I'm asked? Yeah, the title probably goes product development specialist or marketing specialist or something like that. But mainly I do sales, marketing, development of, of the product. And it's a four-person team, so we, we have to jump on each, each other's uh, area, so to say, and fill in with a bunch of different slots. How many of your coders? Currently, have, we have one full-time CTO developer who has created the artificial intelligence, who's just a brilliant genius guy. Okay, so he's working and you're selling it. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Right. And do you cooperate in any sense with any startup platforms which we have here in Tampere? Not that much anymore. Actually, all of us are individually alumni from New Factory, but we've been to a few events of the tribe and we attended the, what was it, World Championship, the pitching competition. Startup World Cup, I Exactly, yeah. Thank you. We attended that one. To say we put a lot of emphasis on the business and tried to attend only the necessary events, so to say. So you don't believe in networking? I wouldn't say that. It's something I personally, I believe in networking 100%. But what I'm trying to say with this is I've personally made the mistake before that I put more emphasis on the networking side and not that much on the customer side and what the actual solution and problem is. And that's partly because probably to me, it's easy to network. It's something that comes really naturally, but it's really hard to do, tackle the most 
urgent issues and problems with the business. It's something that requires usually much more risk-taking and effort and emphasis than the networking side, personally. So I'm 100% for networking. I believe that it is really important, but I think that it's important to have a clear focus and reason on why to do it, how much, and all that stuff. And in your opinion, what is the key to success for a startup? Well, there's a lot of different buzz terms that come to my head, so to say, with this. It's probably the the biggest thing would be to actually find a product market fit and then commit fully with the best possible team to tackle the problem you guys have started to tackle. Okay, that sounds like a good formulation for me. Probably I have one last question coming back to Arctic 15. What are your expectations from this event? Uh, considering Arctic 15, we're looking to do an amazing pitch over there. We're having a funding route going on right now. So we're looking to raise 250,000 euros to speed up the development process and to keep up the level of of service that we've been able to provide for our customers because there's a lot of heat in the market at the moment and we would really love to be able to keep up the service level as we've had it now and to be able to serve even more customers, which is something that we've been kind of struggling along with right now. So contacts, amazing pitch, and preferably an investment from there. Okay. On behalf of Tribecast, I wish you good luck with that. We'll keep in our fingers crossed for you. And thank you very much for the interview. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you a lot. This was Tuukka Tovinen from Fabric AI. And this is all what I've got for you this week. Next Friday, there will be more cool interviews giving the voice to the representatives of startup ecosystem of Tampere. And for now, I wish you all a great relaxing weekend. My name is Marina and you have been listening to the independent podcast on startup life called Tribecast. Stay warm and tuned. Mm-hmm.